No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Deborah and Barak sing a song commemorating the Lord's victory over the Canaanites. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Judges chapter 5 on Simply the Bible. People shout when their football team wins. Others dance in celebration. When God has been victorious, shouldn't we celebrate? Shouldn't we be exuberant in our praise? Yes, says Deborah, a prophetess who judged Israel. We saw yesterday where Deborah prophesied to General Barak to fight against General Sisera of the Canaanites. Barak went and God gave Israel a great victory. Now, Deborah writes a song to commemorate the event, a song that would be sung by future generations in Israel. We pick it up in Judges chapter 5. Then Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam, sang on that day, saying, When leaders lead in Israel, when the people willingly offer themselves, bless the Lord. Hear, O kings, give ear, O princes. I, even I, will sing to the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. When God answers prayer, when He does a mighty work, when He blesses us abundantly, our hearts should erupt in spontaneous praise. This should be as natural as breathing out for we were created to know and to worship God. Lord, when you went out from Seir, when you marched from the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens poured, the clouds also poured water, the mountains gushed before the Lord, this Sinai before the Lord God of Israel. We saw yesterday that Israel went to battle against Jabin, the king of the Canaanites, who had 900 iron chariots. Israel faced impossible odds, but the Lord was on their side. Or should we say that they were on the Lord's side? The Lord controlled the weather, and the heavens poured down water, causing the Kishon River in the valley of Jezreel to flood and rendering the iron chariots useless in the mud. God fought for Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were deserted, and the travelers walked along the byways. Village life ceased. It ceased in Israel. Now, Shamgar was the previous deliverer of Israel who killed 600 Philistines with an ox goad. In his days, the highways were deserted because they were so dangerous. Children wouldn't play outside for fear of what could happen. In the early 90s, we were living in California. Behind our house was an apartment complex that was known for having gang activity. And many nights, we would go to bed with the sound of helicopters overhead and hearing gunshots. We would never let our children play in the front yard without us being there to watch them. When we moved to Boise, we saw children playing in their front yards and riding their bicycles, but we didn't see any parents supervising them. We thought, what is wrong with these parents? Don't they care about their children? In time, we realized that the neighborhoods were much safer than what we had known in California. It's no fun to live in a place where you can't walk the streets at night. Until I, Deborah, arose, arose a mother in Israel. Deborah was a prophetess and judge in Israel. 
These were exalted titles. But how did she introduce herself? A mother in Israel. To Deborah, this was her most important assignment. God has truly blessed motherhood. There is no higher calling than to train up your children in the way of the Lord, loving them and imparting to them faith in God and knowledge of the word at an early age. I know that in our culture, it isn't always possible for a mother to stay at home with her young children, but God bless those mothers who do. Often it means that the family must do without material things, but who can put a price on the investment in your children? Verse 8, they chose new gods. Then there was war in the gates. Not a shield or spear was seen among 40,000 in Israel. The new gods they chose were false gods. Therefore, there was war in the gates. God chastened them by bringing their enemies against them. And their enemies took away their weapons so that they had neither shield nor spear. So it is whenever a person turns from the living God to worship the gods of this age, the devil will invade his or her life and render him or her defenseless. Verse 9, My heart is with the rulers of Israel who offered themselves willingly with the people. Bless the Lord. Deborah begins to command those rulers who willingly offer themselves to join in the battle. Speak, you who ride on white donkeys, who sit in judges' attire, and who walk along the road. Far from the noise of the archers, among the watering places, there they shall recount the righteous acts of the Lord, the righteous acts for his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord shall go down to the gates." She calls on the rich who ride on white donkeys and the poor who walk along the road to hear the song of victory in these distant places. The righteous acts of the Lord are those by which he brings salvation and victory to his people. Verse 12. Awake, awake, Deborah, awake, awake, sing a song, arise, Barak, and lead your captives away, O son of Abinam. Then the survivors came down, the people against the nobles. The Lord came down from me against the mighty. From Ephraim were those whose roots were in Amalek. After you, Benjamin, with your peoples. From Machir, rulers came down. And from Zebulun, those who bear the recruiter's staff. And the princes of Issachar were with Deborah. As Issachar, so was Barak, sent into the valley under his command. These were the tribes in Israel who participated in the fight. Ephraim, Benjamin, Zebulun, Issachar, and Naphtali. They responded to Barak's call to go to war, and they were commended for joining with the Lord in the battle. Among the divisions of Reuben, there were great resolves of heart. Why did you sit among the sheepfolds? To hear the pipings for the flocks? The divisions of Reuben have great searchings of heart. Gilead stayed beyond the Jordan. And why did Dan remain on ships? Asher continued at the seashore and stayed by his inlets. Reuben had great resolves of heart, great ideas, but no follow through. Reuben was so busy minding his own flocks on the other side of the Jordan that he wouldn't get involved. Gilead also stayed on that side of the Jordan. Dan remained on ships rather than showing up for the battle, and Asher stayed on the beach. 
probably sunbathing. These tribes missed their opportunity to fight with their countrymen in the Lord's battle. Was their action praiseworthy? No, it was shameful. Warren Wiersbe writes, The people of God today are not unlike the people of Israel when it comes to God's call for service. Some immediately volunteer and follow the Lord. Some risk their lives. Some give the call serious consideration, but say no. And others keep to themselves as though the call had never been given. Which person are we? Zebulun is a people who jeopardized their lives to the point of death. Naphtali also on the heights of the battlefield. Zebulun and Naphtali stood out as superheroes in this battle. The kings came and fought. Then the kings of Canaan fought Taanach by the waters of Megiddo. They took no spoils of silver. They fought from the heavens. The stars from their courses fought against Sisera. The torrent of the Kishon swept them away. That ancient torrent, the torrent of Kishon. O oh, my soul, march on in strength. Then the horse's hooves pounded, the galloping, galloping of his steeds. The Canaanites thought that they would return from this battle that day with the spoils of war. Instead, the stars fought against Sisera, the Canaanite general. Stars in the scripture often refer to the angelic hosts. This shows that while men were struggling in hand-to-hand combat on earth, a much greater battle was taking place in the heavenly realm. How often this is the case in our own lives, but we are unaware of it. We are told in Ephesians 6.12, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. My pastor used to tell me, we don't see the victory in the physical realm until the battle is first won in the spiritual realm. The torrent of Kishon was the flooding river that swept away the Canaanite chariots and put their horses on the run. Verse 23, Curse Miraz, said the angel of the Lord. Curse its inhabitants bitterly, because they did not come to the help of the Lord, to the help of the Lord against the mighty. Miraz was a town that was cursed because they did not come out to help. They shirked their duty. Now, this isn't Deborah cursing them, but the angel of the Lord. It wasn't only that they failed to help their brothers. They failed to help the Lord. It is interesting that no one knows where Miraz was located. Today, it is an unknown city. May God keep us all from the curse of Miraz. Is the Lord working in some area? Am I willing to get involved, even if it isn't in my church or my neighborhood? Or will I stay on the sidelines and refuse to help the Lord in what he is doing? Verse 24. Most blessed among women is Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. Blessed is she among women in tents. He asked for water, she gave milk. She brought out cream in a lordly bowl. She stretched her hand to the tent peg, her right hand to the workman's hammer. She pounded Sisera, she pierced his head. She split and struck through his temple. At her feet he sank, he fell, he lay still. At her feet he sank, he fell. Where he sank, there he fell dead. Now contrasting the curse of Miraz is the blessing of Jael. 
As a Kenite, this wasn't even her battle. Yet she took a tent stake and hammered it through the temple of Sisera. She received the honor of killing this Canaanite commander. Her deed was brutal, but it demonstrated the courage in battle that God blesses. Likewise, we must drive the stake of God's word through our enemy, the devil's head. Verse 28, the mother of Sisera looked through the window and cried out through the lattice. Why is his chariot so long in coming? Why tarries the clatter of his chariots? Her wisest ladies answered her. Yes, she answered herself. Are they not finding and dividing the spoil to every man a girl or two? For Sisera, plunder of dyed garments, plunder of garments embroidered and dyed, two pieces of dyed embroidery for the neck of the looter. Being a mother herself, Deborah laments for Sisera's mother, who waited for her son to come home from battle with the spoils of war, but he never would. Thus let all your enemies perish, O Lord, but let those who love him be like the sun when it comes out in full strength. Deborah ends her song with a call for God's enemies to perish, while those who love him to shine like the sun in its strength. So the land had rest for 40 years. The people had rest while they followed the Lord. May we also find our rest in him. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where the angel of the Lord appears to Gideon and calls him to deliver Israel from the hand of the Midianites. It's an exciting story of what God can do with the least person who is surrendered to him. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Judges on Simply the Bible.